0: And you have no right to be angry at anyone else for not holding your fucking boundary when you're not holding it. You've got to be kidding me. The person you should be angry at is yourself.
1: Why is my whole life flashing in front of my eyes right now? (laughs) Hey, ladies, and welcome back to HERSpective. I am so excited for our listeners to hear this episode. I'm so excited.
2: I thought you were going to say you're so excited about the news we heard that has nothing to do with us. Because I'm excited about that. (laughs) And the episode. But what we were just talking about before we started to record is what I thought you were going to say.
1: I mean, I guess I'm excited about that news.
2: I am so excited that Britney's pregnant.
1: <laughs> Actually, so obviously our listeners are like, What the fuck is this episode already? Um Yeah. So Jess texted me tonight and was like, Hey, Brittany's pregnant. And I was like, Spears? question <laughs> mark. <laughs> As if I of don't already know. I don't even know a Britney. Outside of Britney um, Spears. Yeah, if from now
2: on, if I'm ever saying talking about Britney I, I would hope that you would know I'm, I'll only be talking about Britney Spears. If not, I will clarify.
1: Well, we clearly talk about her like she's our
2: friend. Like we just refer to her as Britney. Well, Brit. I had typed out <laughs> Brit is pregnant. But then I, I no, I think I went back and changed it because that's weird. That was fucking weird. <laughs>
1: that was weird.
2: That's where I draw the line. So I think
1: I at least put in her full name. Yeah. For you. But I mean, yeah, so Britney Spears is pregnant, which is pretty impressive. And I mean, also not surprising, of course, we have to talk about it because we always do have to talk about it. if something monumental happens in Brit's life, we have to talk about it <laughs> like she's part of our friend group.
2: Um, <laughs> you know, she's never gone by Brit ever. True. I, I, I'm true, a true. nickname
1: kind of girl. Okay.
2: Same.
1: I like a good okay. short form. Same. Like, when you think about it, any one of our friends, do we call any single one of our friends by their full name? Yeah, I was just thinking about our two closest mutual friends, and yes, we do. We do? Katie and Kayla? Katie's name is not Katie. Yes, it is. It's Catherine, isn't it? No. Nope. Oh. I should probably know that.
2: She's one of my best friends. <laughs> oh my fucking God.
1: <laughs> Honestly though, I just assume anybody with like a Kate or a Katie is a Catherine. Same. Like, that's, that's why I've already a- asked her this. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe I've never asked her actually. I feel like I thought I. she did say that it was a short form. Okay. So other than those two people. <laughs> um, who-, who else? <laughs> well, you and I. It's just you
2: and I, really, because if you think about everyone else's names, I think we just, like, call them by their name.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess so. I I mean, in some of my other friend groups, everybody's – ev- Absolutely everybody's n- name is short-formed. Same. And like I, I hate being called Jessica. I find it very weird. I have never in my life called you Jessica. Yeah, it's strange. May- maybe as, like, a joke or, like, if I'm being – I don't know. When like, you're mad. I don't need... yeah. <laughs> but that's what when it I, reminds me of. When I that's call why you I by like your it. full name. <laughs> yeah, Jessica. I know I'm in trouble
2: and that's why I don't think I ever really liked it. That's why I introduced myself as Jess. I
1: Yeah, I'm not a Jessica. The unless... only people that call me by my full name, like within my close circle of whatever, is my parents and my husband. But oh, he barely yeah. uses my name. It's babe yeah 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 but i so i feel like that's normal like do you and ian really say each other's names yeah when we're in fighting <laughs> yeah same. Like, but when he literally
2: mad- calls me jessica even then he, i know he's mad if he says jess instead of babe or more typically stinky or something like that
1: uh <laughs> so that when he says jess a lovely or, term of endearment
2: uh, and or farts. is that because
1: of your chicks pee your chickpea incident no <laughs> neither
2: of those names are from that day but um i i did mention that i would like him to kind of like recalibrate on the name situation stinky farts
1: (laughs) toots like all i'm like what the fuck why is your name like why are you synonymous with like a with with flatulence
2: (laughs) (laughs) i tried to class it up for you flatulence is better i don't i don't know why like i i actually
1: just like to say the word flatulence
2: (laughs) well there you go (laughs) when you think of me say flatulence i guess
1: i'm just gonna call you flatch from now on
2: (laughs) (laughs) and there we go with another nickname (laughs) tell ian i i agree with his
1: choices (laughs) (laughs) flatch
2: Sounds. I hate all of this conversation.
1: Um, so good thing we didn't get derailed entirely from <laughs> what we were just talking about. It's great that we know how to really stay on topic. <laughs> yeah, we're very succinct on this show. If you haven't noticed,
2: concise is our middle names. Short, <laughs> right after Flash.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, just call her Flash Concise Lindlop. <laughs>
2: you no, know, it's like what's your stripper's name? It's like your you know your street know. name, your yeah. dog's
1: name. It's like
2: my code name is just
1: the best one. Yeah. I think I'll probably update like our signature and our email for that to that. Like Lauren McMullen flatch concise. <laughs>
2: like fuck off. No. <laughs> this this episode is done. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, that's what we were excited about. Goodbye. <laughs> if I could hang up on this episode
1: right now, I would. <laughs> okay, but don't. Listeners, don't hang up. Don't turn us off. This no, you guys good episode. stay. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you tell it's like a Sunday? What day is it? What it's day is it? It's Monday. Oh. <laughs> it's Britney Spears' pregnancy announcement day. <laughs> okay. Well, now that'll stay in my brain forever. Um, you can just tell sometimes, I think that when we record like later in the evening we have trouble so well
2: as you'll learn today on this episode uh we are maxed out of bandwidth and you guys will soon hear what that is about and i'm sure it will be very relatable
1: perfect thing to say for sure we are i am we're maxed um and you'll get it soon but no that is exciting for brit and i hope it was like a wanted thing with her what she was obsessed. I know, but, you know, you never know. Like, I still worry about her mental state. And well, I oh, 1,000% do. Like, even the announcement was like, I, yeah, I missed the it. The most random. It. Yeah. yeah, it was a, <laughs> like an eye like a, like a, stock photo of a teacup. But, I mean, I feel like that was kind of symbolic because it's like, is she is this her saying she's spilling the tea? Okay, like, but that's
2: what you think uh, truly and i love you girl when you listen i love you i don't think that she i, I for some reason i'm like no she wouldn't put those two
1: together you would but <laughs> i don't know if she would but i also think like we shouldn't expect like brit do you like you've earned the right to finally do you like who am i to judge your pregnancy announcement on social media to the entire <laughs> world like i mean really you owe us nothing I just but it was that the
2: most random one, like every it pregnancy really was. announcement I've ever seen. I've never seen one like a stock but, image and then a random <sighs> blithering caption. But anyways. you've
1: got to give it to her for being somewhat unique, I guess. Like where she's not doing the ultra, yeah, I guess the ultrasound or like the pregnancy stick or the tummy hold or whatever. So I'm like. Okay, like you're unique. even close. We'll give you that. Sam better be a good dude. He better be a good man. This is her, like, second time around. Like, as a free woman in control of her own life, I just hope Brittany is going to have a great experience this time. And I hope she has, like, I don't know. I She never posts anything about her boys, so, like, her other two sons. So I just hope, like, there's, there's some rep, repairing happening there and this is all going to turn out to be, like, a big happy family. So, anyway. I, hope and so Brittany. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel like we have to update our listeners on our shrooms journey. I knew you were
2: going to say our shroom journey.
1: <laughs> That's a quick update. We haven't started yet. <laughs> quick update. We've seen each other multiple times and because we're idiots cannot Forgot. seem to remember to hey, do the exchange. This is another thing that we talk about today,
2: like, I'm I'm lining these segues up and you're just not knocking them out of the park. But anyways, another segue to this episode today is when your brain is not, it's not recent or frequent, your brain forgets. So we need to,
1: you know, that was a stretch of a segue, actually. (laughs) I mean, you'll get, you'll get it when the episode starts, which, okay, we'll get into it. I don't think we have much other to talk about so this is an amazing amazing we could we could fully do a Britney post kind of episode which everyone would just be like what was just said I just I just lost an hour of my life that'll never get back well that already happened with the flash part but anyways yes that was 10 minutes of who knows what the lack of bandwidth <laughs> is what we're gonna say for that. Um, but no, today we do have such a awesome episode. You guys are going to love this. We could not get enough. This guest will 100% be back. Uh, super excited to introduce you guys to Dr. Abby Metcalf. She is, and she calls herself this. She's a New York Jew living in California. Um, she is a best-selling author, a TEDx speaker, a psychologist and a podcast host. Her show's called Relationships Made Easy. That's a podcast, it's a very popular podcast. You can find it anywhere. Um, she's just the most fantastic individual. And right at the start of her intro, she drops a bomb on us that I don't think anyone could even guess what she says. And no. you guys need to hear this because we were literally speechless. Like our You'll jaws were it. dropped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was insane. And once you understand why we were so blown away by it, because this woman is absolutely incredible. She opened our brains and our eyes and just like everything, put so many things into a perspective that obviously we had never really considered. Every single thing about the conversation.
2: The best part of the conversation was when I got to listen to it again when I was editing it and I was just like, (laughs) wow, we love you, Dr. Abby. We love you a
1: lot. Yeah, I've already taken some things that she said. I hope you guys Same. are listening to it take. Actually, I did want to follow up with you. Actually, we can follow up on the
2: next intro because we'll let everyone listen and then we'll follow up on some of the things we were taught in this one.
1: For sure. Yeah. Um I did definitely incorporate things into my life already Same. and it's been great. Um, but yeah, no, she she is just a ball of energy we love her to death she's absolutely going to be back on the show reason being because a she's just awesome and we just absolutely love her but also b as you guys know our show is kind of casual like it's informal we don't do a q QA. and with her we did have a different topic plan to talk to her about as <laughs> we generally being a have psychologist. an outline to start yeah our exactly yeah we don't always wing it Although it probably sounds like that, but we really don't. They're like, what parts um, of those
2: episodes are planned? Yeah, what is
1: the, what?
2: <laughs> Just kidding. No, we we had a, a topic in mind that we thought um, we'd want to talk to her about, and
1: we did cover none of that, so yeah. we'll have to have her back. <laughs> so it was obviously meant to be that we ended up having this conversation at this time. I think, you know, the world kind of needs to get more mindful and sort of, setting up boundaries for themselves and we're all just like kind of operating at like full capacity at all times and this episode should help you learn how to change that and she will be back to talk about the other topic because it also will be fascinating. (laughs) So I think on that, without further ado, welcome Dr. Abby. Welcome to the show, Dr. Abby, or Abby, you did say to call you. (laughs) (laughs) I only made my mother call me Dr. Abby. Yeah, Ah, perfect. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) Well, we're very excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah,
2: thank you so much for joining. It's going to be great. Yes, it's going to be amazing. Why don't uh, I guess you start off and tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your journey. All my stuff. Oh, my
0: gosh. Um, yeah. Uh, so I was born in New York City. No. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> right at the beginning. Yeah. A Libra. <laughs> I'm a Libra. We've already talked about that. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's all you need to know. I, I don't know. What else yeah. Um, a, and that was a great episode. It's good. Take care. Peace <laughs> out. Um, I am. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. Grew up in New York City. And uh, I currently live in the Bay Area of California, where I do not fit in because I'm wearing stilettos right now and uh that's not how people dress here there's lululemon <laughs> pants everywhere and it makes
2: me a little we crazy
1: are, our our hearts are in california jess and i are both like we should have been born we've been there, born I think, there and, i don't yeah. Yeah. yeah we have
2: tattoos of the palm trees oh, from california yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got them when we were in california uh, oh that's right. there you go okay yeah. a nice souvenir
0: okay well it's cold <laughs> as cold as hell up here in northern california so uh, uh you know it's it's i miss new york city a lot but it's um uh, i have uh, i'm a jew from new york so i've gone to school forever and i have a ton of degrees
2: <laughs> what we do. well what are some of your
0: degrees <laughs> so well, let's see i have a master's in well i have a bachelor's in political science which is really funny but anyway
2: wow uh, and Very i interesting
0: yeah and then i moved to israel and i realized I was going to do something else and not be a lawyer. And here I am. But basically, uh, I then have a master's in counseling psychology. And then I got an MBA because I decided I wanted to work with more people. And then I got a PhD. And my PhD is actually in organizational psychology. So I have this really weird mix of I've been doing hands-on work with people for 30, I realized 37 years the other day, (laughs)
1: which doesn't sound
0: right because it makes me feel super old. but, um, But it's the truth. And in all kinds of different ways, you know, I've sat in the back of cop cars, helping prostitutes get put on health care, you know, health insurance. And I've uh, worked in corporate, you know, got the top 100 companies in the world, really, you know, doing work with them. So I've, you know, with court uh, executives in trouble. So I've done the gamut. Uh, I'm a recovering oh. heroin addict, So a lot of my stuff you know, has been through that lens and getting clean myself and that whole part of my life.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. And I've- Jaw not-
1: dropped. Oh. Yeah. I was, not, <laughs> was not
0: expecting you to say that, that.
1: I feel like that wasn't in your bio.
0: The Junkie wasn't in my bio. I don't know no. why. I should put it in there.
2: Um <laughs> and then i mean that's a, that's a lot to work with i i do have a quick question but sure. before maybe we have a question about the heroin uh, part but i wanted to ask you what is organizing
1: <laughs> well i was
2: just interested like how did you go to all this school and also have a drug addiction like that seems oh crazy. yeah like,
1: the drug addiction too though like that's oh, the best not, one it's a big one yeah it's a big i one. know i had
0: the best <laughs> addiction and I like speed balls, which killed people. But I was like, not me. Oh um, I can't. I can't. Let's be uh, speechless.
1: Yeah, it's not too. good for a podcast when you rely on. Yeah, terms. no. I um, I'm,
0: I'm I'm like smart. Like I I was able to do all that heroin. You know, for a lot of people, um, opiates make us very productive. I was super productive on opiates. Um, so you just got mad degrees. I just well, I got clean in my early like in twenty. When I was twenty. 20 so you know it was a long time right. ago so in
1: 2020
0: no 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 uh when i was, oh, I was
1: like two years ago <laughs> you're you like fantastic you're amazing you did a lot of stuff in these you last very productive edition. thank you yeah. very much <laughs> uh
0: yeah it is a pre- heroin is a preservative so i'm 97 years old and you can barely <laughs> you amazing
1: that explains oh, how you've had oh.
2: time to get all this done That's <laughs> immediately
1: how runs out and buys heroin heroin it's like is that right just kidding just kidding Um, disclaimer just kidding yeah yeah don't do that
0: don't do that um so yeah so that was all you know yeah grew up in a crazy family uh with lots of that and then um uh i have a wonderful uh hubby gary he's amazing and incredible i have a wonderful ex i have a wonderful ex-husband um mark who's amazing also and I'm very close to them and Mark's wife, Evelyn, who's incredible, best stepmom to my kids you could ever imagine. And I'm really that close. Nice. To, I'm really close to Gary's ex-wife. We were she's literally texting me right now. <laughs> we're always like chatting. We're always texting. Exactly, the busy. modern family. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's lots of great parents around. I think it's great when you got extra parents. I mean, that's, I feel I like have really have a love.
1: psychologist can say, like, I'm great friends with my ex's everything my exes and their new partners like I feel like I couldn't say that like a like you understand how it all works so you're like yeah it's yeah cool. you should be like yeah and yeah, I got I have like wonderful that, yeah. kids
0: yeah I've got amazing teenagers uh they're incredible and um Max and McCartney what a cool name I named my daughter I know McCartney very cool I yeah I like
2: Paul. After, after, yeah. Paul. after Paul after after Paul yeah yeah like why not that's very uh, that's NYC because
0: <laughs> I am And yeah, uh, yeah. so they're 18 and almost 16 because our babies have almost the same birthday and uh, they're amazing and great and get along great. It's very good. I I practice what I preach. And so it all works because, and I will say this, (laughs) everything I talk about is not like, oh, I did this. So you should do this at all, at all, because I really hate that. Actually, don't get me started on Dr. Phil. Um, I say with love, I love everybody, but it really like oh here here's my book on how to get married and now, now I'm going to get divorced. It's like it's d- don't do that. Don't follow. Is he anyone. actually
2: getting divorced?
0: I think he did a while ago, but anyway, I know. But I, I saw I be, Robin. I might be doing. There. Robin was is she still around? I don't know what's going on.
1: I, I thought so. But, Anyways, side note. You know, side <laughs> yeah, note. And I I'm, did not know any of this. I'm, I'm
0: spreading rumors about, about Doctor Phil. We don't even know. Like <laughs> <laughs> people are going to be sending me hate mail because they love him. Yeah, yeah this when he listens how. to this. <laughs>
2: Oh when he listens, he'll be pissed. So yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Probably listening right now.
1: Yeah. See, for sure. So Somehow. I don't like
0: when people base their advice on what they've done. I like it when my all everything I talk about is hundred percent from the from good research and my hands-on experience 37 years, I still I still meet with clients. I still see people because that's how you know you're doing it right. That's how you know. So when I'm on my podcast, when I'm writing my books, I know this stuff works. And then I apply it to my own life because I'm like, oh, it's working <laughs> in all these places. And then I am the proof of the pudding also, but it's not I think people think it's the other way. Oh, she had some perfect whatever life. And then she's talking about these things to do. It is not that way. It is the other way. It's more and, like a trial and error situation. Uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> all my wonderful clients who have tried all the things I've said all the years. And then, you know, you get really honed in after a while. And now I kind of know what to tell people to, to do or how to think better and all that good stuff. So now we sort of know what works and what doesn't. But I'm always adding to the research and and what works lots good. of good,
1: constant so, evolution yeah <laughs> yep and so when did you decide or when did you figure out like you wanted to be a psychologist like you left you said you left last like week. being a lawyer behind last yeah week. i i my 96th indeed. birthday <laughs> in
0: 2020 when i got clean from heroin no yeah. uh, <laughs> that did not happen it was a long time ago um i moved to israel when i had like a a year clean because i i wasn't doing well i knew i was going to relapse and so i i moved across the world because that's what people do it's called the geographic cure (laughs) and um nope that's uh, a thing and it doesn't it doesn't usually work but for me it did it really did i i found you know my spirituality there i found life i stayed uh much longer and when i was there i worked at a camp for arab and israeli children um, helping to integrate them from a young age so that they would, it was one of, I did many things to earn money there. Like, you know, I attended bar, I did all this kind of stuff. And when I was there, people kept commenting, like, you're really good at this. I'm like, what is this? Like, what am I, <laughs> what, what, what is, is the, this? this? <laughs> and, uh, it turns out that it's like counseling and that that's the thing you can do. And so when I did move back to the States, that's when I went and got my master's in counseling psychology. And then, wow, you know, again, in that, thing. I was like, Oh, I want to reach more people. I want to work with the people who run companies. I want to help them so that they can be nicer to their employees and we can change the world. And world peace is always my goal. It says it right on my website, my about us, my about me page. It's like, I'm looking for world peace. So that's why
1: I'm doing it. I'm doing
0: my thing. And so, yeah. So, and I believe that if people have really good research-based information and they're ha- they will be happier in their relationships. And I believe, and I think it's true, when you're happier in your relationships, you are a nicer person. There's no war, there's no hate, there's no bigotry, there's no, no, a lot of things. So, yeah. you know, if Donald Trump had had a better mama, we'd all be in a different place or a better I daddy, think, too. Don't just blame like the moms. Definitely
1: Don't not. <laughs> and I think, I feel like you can apply that thought process and theory to pretty much all world leaders at this point, I agree. Mm-hmm. specifically Seriously. the men. Yeah. Hello. yeah. Hello. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Talking. Going back. Yeah. Go back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Where yeah. the hell I'm are we end up? What street are we on right now? I know <laughs> <laughs> just to reel this back. Um, I wanted to, we're in some dangerous like... neighborhood. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Run folks. <laughs> Literally going back to the first thing you said, you said you were, uh, you had a degree in organizational psychology. So what is that? Is that working with the, the businesses?
0: Kind of, you know, it's a merge. Yeah, I've never heard business of that. And uh, yeah. it used to be called industrial psychology back in the day, um, and now it's called organizational or behavioral psych. Or uh, no, it's always organizational, I guess now. And it's it's about the study of how organizations work and the people within them, like how corporate cultures merge, and you know, if you have a merger right, and acquisition, exactly. how those come together, how you deal with the people part of
2: business, and oh, okay. so that's an yeah. important. Art, totally makes sense yes. to
1: have that exist because yeah I would never even think about bringing a psychologist in to help like a, an acquisition or merger or something like right. that but that would make sense because sometimes yes. this can be really nasty and yep crazy. and we just
2: experienced um a huge like this pandemic business wise I'm sure you had a lot of I don't know, were you busier? Like, well, I don't yes. even know. Oh my god. I've been it, You're almost like guilty cuz I've, you know, I'm making I'm more thriving. money I'm busier than ever
0: in the last yeah. few years. It's a lot of the
2: issues have. Like ho- all home improvement industries. I work yeah. in uh, advertising sales, so I see there which you know. ones obviously a lot have, you know, it's been really detrimental. Yeah. Um, but then we know, you know, there's a lot that are, are thriving through this. So it which is another weird aspect of the pandemic, but yeah, yeah, it's interesting to think about how, um, like the psychology of the pandemic, especially work-wise, yep. <laughs> I guess. Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, that's a whole, yeah, it's been that's enormous cool. and huge and
0: the, the toll it's taken on people. We're working longer hours, you know, we're in more meetings, uh, those meetings, the research shows, those meetings are shorter, but it's showing that the day has been extended by by about three hours for most people. Which it, and this is across wow. the world. the The research has been done uh, in these very large ways. World Economic Forum and other places have been doing this research across the world, and it's true, like across the world in countries. So it's really scary how few boundary. And we could do the whole podcast. We could talk right now just about boundaries and people having better boundaries because that's really we should. Important. Uh, we can do that instead of our other talk. You know, I'm serious. I mean,
2: let's it's do like, it all. Wait, let's start. We all. need all the advice. Well, sweetie, we got an hour. I, I don't know. Uh, but She's like I can't help you that much. I talk, I talk fast,
0: but not that fast. Um, but it is, it's these really poor boundaries, and then you know, we're having poor boundaries with work, and then we're having them with our spouses, and then all of this forced togetherness, and we've been spending way too much time together. We were not meant for this. Mm. And I I've been coming to my office where I'm sitting right now. i which is away from my home. I've been coming here the whole time. I've never stopped coming to my which office. Is very nice. And so it's great. It's a mile from my house. It's really easy to get to, you know what I yeah. mean? And you're here away it? from yeah. your home oh, and away
2: from the people. Yes. That yeah. I noticed the mental killed. health decline because I work now at home. We got rid of our office, so we're never going back. So that, wow. that, that was like an, like a very, Like that's sad. It's depressing. Right. But I mean, you know, hopefully as things pick up, I can start going to see clients. So it's not the worst, but totally uh, mental health. Huge issue over here. Like through this pandemic, it's been getting really weird to the point where me, I'm like an extrovert, very social. Now I have like a almost a social anxiety sometimes to go out, which is fucked. Oh, yeah,
1: because yeah. you need a lot of stimulation, Jess. You're someone who yeah. does enjoy that, like, energy around you, whereas yeah. I've been working from home for two years, pretty much exclusively now, And, um, but I, I worked from home multiple days a week prior to the pandemic, too, so, like, I could never go back to an office full-time, but the same thing. Like, I also had two kids at home in, like, primary school, and that almost killed all of us. I don't homes, know how they end. were home. So yeah, yeah. That. Uh, yeah. I mean, so it, it mental health is seriously taking a toll here too, and obviously yeah. everybody. But it's it's yeah, like you nailed on that, hit the nail on the head when you said that it's forced togetherness, and yeah. it so is, and like that yeah. forced togetherness, in my opinion, pushes people apart. Of and it, yeah. it no, we, that's you why we them.
2: saw those divorce rates and everything like that through mm-hmm. this pandemic. They well, were very busy, those lawyers.
0: <laughs> well, we've had, you know, we know that the pandemic has exacerbated uh, mental health symptoms. So, you know, even people who were stable before the pandemic, during the pandemic, people b- become destabilized. So yeah. drug and alcohol use is up, right? Depression rates are up, anxiety, PTSD yeah, okay. symptoms, I, It go, food. It goes on and on. Mm-hmm. And so that's been this burnout. You know, everybody, every single person listening right now. <laughs> was their plate was already full in 2019. Yeah. It wasn't like people were sitting around going, I got lots of free time. I'm eating bonbons every minute, right? <laughs> I'm like, woo, life is life yes. is easy. So everyone was full, I mean full, their plates were full to overflowing. And then God said, hold my beer, right? And then- Juggling it all now. And then we added the pandemic on top and that's what people don't understand. You only have so much emotional bandwidth every day to use. It's it's made up of your willpower basically. And you wake up every morning with as much willpower as you're gonna have all day and you exhaust it over the course of the day. That's why, you know, diets kind of fail around four o'clock. Right. And why -hmm. you could have hours left at the end of the day to go to the gym and to see your friends and to do all the things and to clean that closet. And you're on the couch, binge watching something on Netflix and having a drink or eating Oreos or whatever. Well, Oreos for me, whatever you're doing. And that's because, yeah, I love those Oreos, (laughs) love those damn things. So that's because you have exhausted your bandwidth over the course of the day. So, We only had so much we only have so much bandwidth every time you add something to your life. And I people make the mistake. And here's big lesson number one for today. You make the mistake of thinking that your day has 24 hours and you look and you go, oh, I have 24 hours. Here's my list of things that I'm going to do and I'm going to put those together. And that equals my day. As I just said, you don't even though you have time left in your day. You're still sitting on the couch doing nothing because you don't have mind left in your day. You don't have bandwidth left. So you can
1: like the most like this perspective of this. I've never heard. I've never even factored in willpower into anything. And now I'm literally just like just it's making so much sense because I am that person that's like. I, I shame myself because I'm sitting on the couch being like, yeah. I don't need to sit. Like it's seven o'clock. I could do this. I could, uh-huh. and even to the, as a mom, it's like, oh, I could do something with my kids, oh, yeah. but I'm just not, I'm scrolling Instagram. Like, and I'm like, I'm the worst. I'm the t- like worst mom. Like I'm, and I don't even want to then that's negative do anything self-talk too, yeah. which is Imagine. making things worse. And now I'm like, is,
0: oh, so you've got, and this feeds into actually our original conversation. So it's perfect. And we, <laughs> we didn't even try there. and we didn't Love even have
2: segues.
0: <laughs> we are so freaking good. We didn't even have to try. So Move. here you are right with this exhaustible resource all day. And you're just eating it, eating it, eating it, eating it again. And you're looking at your day and you're trying to add, oh, I can do, oh, you're bought, you know, can you take on this extra client? Oh, I have time. Sure. I have some time in the day. You should never say that again. You should never look at your day again and say you have time for something. You should look and think, do I have mind for that? Do I have bandwidth? Because on Saturday, my my son was in a game and busted out his tooth and split open, right? We we call it the $3,000 game now because we got to replace that tooth. But he had stitches in his lip, was in the emergency ER on Saturday night. You know, he's catching a game. That got added. And then Tuesday, I flew to yesterday. I just flew back last night. So Tuesday I flew to Nashville because I was doing a presentation for the national magistrate judges. And then I had to fly Ooh. back the very next last night. I flew in late. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to like, I'm calling. I'm uh, Did he get his root canal? Now he has to have the crown put on this morning. I'm calling his dad. Can you get in there? I mean, this is
1: exhausting. Just listening. Aren't you like, tired? Honestly, I Do feel I'm like, oh my God, I can't. Yeah. I'm getting overwhelmed.
0: And what's going to happen. And I'm supposed to go home tonight and then clean my closet and have rockstar
2: sex. Really? Yeah. Is
0: that yeah. going to happen? you've gone
2: to the gym and made a very healthy dinner. Exactly. <laughs> and had my smoothie. Yeah.
0: Fuck that. Are you kidding me? And wrote in me?
1: your yeah. journal.
2: And wrote in oh, my yeah. journal. And then meditate. <laughs> and meditate. And don't forget your skincare routine. Because fuck, <gasps> you can't forget that. <laughs> It, it, this you, is the shit that I talk about with my therapist because I'm like, I didn't moisturize today and I'm mad at myself. And no. I, in the time where I'm sitting here being mad at myself for not moisturizing, I could have moisturized, but I don't have the fucking energy to do it. So Bandwidth. I'm not moisturizing. Bandwidth. Yeah. So you no longer go,
0: oh, but I have all that time at night. Oh, I could do a whole beauty routine and I could get a thing on my face and I could do this <laughs> LED mask and I could do... I know, I, I bought that. It's sitting at home. I, I haven't used it yet, obviously. Uh, and so... This is the problem with those things because they become on your to-do list, right? Instead of feeling like self-care, it feels like a to-do list. So I'm going to tell you what you do. You ready? Yes, yes. <laughs> Here's the answer. God, yes. Oh, we're ready. So there's two things you do. Well, there's more than two, but there's two main things you do. One is for everything, you have in your life, you know, whenever something is new, like, uh, I just had a couple, they're going to start couples therapy. I said, Oh, what are you taking off your plate? So you can start couples therapy. And they said, Oh no, you know, it's okay. We have that time at night. We got a babysitter. I go, Oh no, no, sweeties. No, no, no. This is why couples therapy fails half the time because people are exhausted. They do it at the very end of their day when they have no bandwidth left. Are they all, they they really hate each other as the last priority, right? Which is already a problem. I don't see couples at night ever. Because if you can't make a priority during the day, then this isn't enough for a priority anyway, and you're wasting your money. So let's not Ugh. even do it.
1: So Mind blown.
0: Now I'm going to do it earlier, right? And I said, what are you going to take off the plate? Because you have to be thinking. I got to be nice to my husband now. I have to, you know, think about having sex more. I have to do these tools. Abby said I have to do the homework she's going to send. Where's that fitting in? I'm a, right. I'm already full. So you have to be looking at your life differently. You've got to look at it now and go, okay. Uh, Max just busted his lip. (laughs) What is going to come off the plate or what resource am I going to add to make this happen? So what,
2: in this example, what did you do? Like what, so
0: So I got a car service to drive me to and from the airport, cost a bunch of money. I don't care. I got, I ordered a car service. So I know when they're coming and I have to Uber, I have to think about, will they show what time will it be? It's late when I'm coming back. So immediately now Gary's off the hook, having to come to and from the airport, right? Coming to for the airport. I don't have to be panicked because I'm a woman alone at night in a big city, you know, and calling an Uber, hoping they should, I have a service. I paid for it. A nice car comes. They open the door for me. They put me in. There's a water inside. That's what. Nice. That's how you do that.
1: So that's oh. already de-stressing yeah. you, right? Don't you feel like, like I'm already calming down. Uh-huh. Yeah, why did I
2: feel calm hearing about this just, situation? I'm like, I need a car service. I need a car service right now. <laughs> Even just to drive me around. We're the going, block, but just around it. the
0: block, just to come back. See, with a yeah. water, I love
2: it. <laughs> I, you know,
0: I, I have an assistant. I was like, oh, I'm doing, I had some clients. Oh, oh, I can't, I changed a client today. I rescheduled them. I was like, oh, my day's too booked. This is crazy. I'm going to not, you know, and this person's great and they're doing fine. I was like, I'm going to put them in next week. I, I told them, I don't even, you know, I was like, I have a lot going on. You deserve a hundred percent of my excellent attention. You pay good money to see me and I'm not going to have it today. And,
1: he, he was thrilled. He said, thank He's you. Probably more appreciative. Of he, you, he was like, He's half-assing like, it, right? You know what? Like, I love like, this. Like,
2: know? and this probably is where you're talking about boundaries because I, like, I think we need to address this because women, especially, we spread ourselves too thin. We are yes people pleasers. Yep. Um, and not only are we doing that for our families, our jobs, it, like our friends, our fucking every fucking thing on the moon, everything we volunteer with. So I think we all need to add in like. A boundary a day or something. But is that what you mean about the boundaries? Um, you know, taking things off your plate? Is that an example? That's of this?
0: part of it. And the boundary of not saying no to more when my kids were little, like they were not in 20 things. They had one sport. That was it. That was it. We didn't put much money in retirement for a while because we kept paying for help. Like that's what you do. You trade off. You don't go, oh, my kids have to go to Harvard. My kids are not going to go to Harvard. I'm telling you right now, but I have the nicest, sweetest kids that I have the best relationship with. I enjoy being with my teenagers. How many people can say that? And other people enjoy being with my teenagers. That's that's <laughs> the really crazy part. People are like, your kid's so nice. I hear it all the frigging time because my kids are because they didn't have a crazy life. They will be fine in life. They are good people. They're kind. They'll figure it out. They're not going to go to Harvard, though. I'll tell you that right now. And that's okay with me.
1: And, like, who yeah. cares, though? Like, why, I don't why care. is Harvard <laughs> the bar? That, I know. You know people but People feel what... the pressure to me. Like, I've never even this... considered Harvard for my children, probably mostly because we're Canadian we live in Canada. I know yeah. they can go there, but I would never Still, put that I don't pressure on my kids. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, there's lots of great universities yes. here, too. I don't even think they'll go to university, to be honest. I did not. Maybe hear. they will. Um and my husband certainly did not, but you said something just there that it just like the light bulb went off because you said my kids did one sport. I, and this, I'm saying this because it's relevant to it's very the other relevant. topic we're going to talk to about <laughs> is the fact that my husband and I just had quite the argument about multiple sports or, or activities. And I hate, I'm like sweating because I know I'm going to say what I'm going to say, but like you saying that, validates what he was saying and i'm like oh my god he's right uh, help me like, are you I'm, breaking out in hives i am yeah. i'm like you don't have to
2: I tell him he's right like my don't. boobs are sweating no no he's not going to be listening to this episode that's for he sure doesn't he doesn't listen <laughs> he
1: doesn't listen to the podcast gary he doesn't, gary doesn't listen either i know
2: i can talk about him our sex life i'm like yeah. oh, i do not say anything about you
0: oh we yeah. do yeah yeah oh no I'm i do. do but i just tell him that. i know he's not listening
1: he's so shy you not you're not gonna. You listen to me all day and all night. You're not gonna spend Here your to spare, time. peaceful yeah. time listening to my voice nattering on.
2: Ian used to at the beginning to just try and like get brownie points, but then that faded off very quickly as well. Real quick after episode <laughs> yeah. two, he's like, that was like great, ooh, bye. "Never mind."
0: Yeah. Gary read my newsletter for like two weeks. I was like, you "Yeah."
2: Know. <laughs> um, I talked about our sex life in the
0: last one. You didn't say anything to me, so I know you're not reading. But nice try. Yeah. <laughs> No, this idea, you have to give up. In other words, I'm not thinking I can do all those things, have my kids in 20 things and all this and do that and do that. And also have happy whatever kids. I will tell you this, Oprah can't have it all. Oprah Winfrey, no. the most powerful woman in the world, arguably, didn't get, yeah. it, didn't have kids and can't seem to lose that last 20 pounds. I was just going to say, cannot cannot lose
1: the weight for the And I her. love
0: Oprah. Oh, my God. She's yeah. amazing. I think she's fab. I love her. But le- I love her. I got very New York there for a minute. You, you really did. <laughs> I love that one. Um, <laughs> and, but she can't even have it all. So she just stop. So you yeah. have
1: to But that story- idea of having it all shouldn't even exist. Really. Oh, it's ridiculous. Like, where does that come from? Because well, what is having put it put all? That Isn't that kind people? of subjective? It's very
0: and having it all is, oh, my kids, I have to enrich them and they have to have art class and they have to have a language and they should take an instrument and they should go to sports and they should. If you have maybe a full time driver. okay I will. I paid kids to drive my kids Tons of money. And you can make that happen. Although I will tell you, kids don't like it.
1: I was going to
2: say, are your kids happier because of this? Yeah. Or is this you happier Right. You, everybody. because everybody. Well, because yeah, you're showing
0: does. off your kids. The Monitoring the Future study every year looks at this, and they find that the kids' number one complaint is that they feel rushed by their parents. Oh
2: so um, wow. Yes.
0: Wow. So I don't, you know, when I, I wake up really early, in the, it's the other thing I do. I wake up early. I'm all ready. I get myself ready. I, I do meditate and work out. I do all the things you're supposed to do. I do. <laughs> but, and I get dressed, and I look Good very cute and adorable, and I get all my makeup on and everything, and then I go wake up my children. And I walk in and I rub their backs and I say, good morning. How you doing? Because I give plenty of time to not be rushed. I'm never screaming at my kids. I'm never yelling at them across the house. I am ne- I'm making food. What time do you want to eat? Let's get some food on. Like, it's all very mellow because it's a choice I made to not sleep until the very last second. Until then, I'm rushing and running and doing. Right. Again, a boundary for that's for myself about what I will and won't do. But I will say this to back up about boundaries: the mistake that women especially make is that we change our boundaries depending on how people treat us. So really here's how that saying. looks. Say it again. Oh, so yeah. you're. I know. So your boundary should say be it
1: again for the people in the back.
0: Yep. Yeah. Your <laughs> or the three of us. Your yeah, boundary. Should be the same no matter what. So I want you to think of boundaries on a continuum, a very thin uh, and very thick. So thick is like if you called your dad, sir, like that's a pretty oh, thick boundary, right? You know, where is. like your parents never talked about anything in front of you, you never saw anything, that kind of thing. Thin is when you knew like what your parents' mortgage was when you were six, you know, like, you know, too much information. Everybody's way too close and mashed up in each other's business and really too close. I am
1: walking yeah. up.
0: We don't want to airline right now. We don't want to be either. So here's what happens. We want to be in the middle and we want to keep them. But what women do, especially a lot, is that we say we have a boundary, right? I'm not doing that extra thing in the house. And then our husband's really nice and he's doing really nice things. And we go, okay, I'll do it. I'll do that thing, whatever that is, or I'll volunteer or you do it at the school. You know, your kid, They want you to volunteer on the auction committee and you say, no, no, no. And then they're really nice about and you're like, okay, I will, right? Right, then you yeah. do the thing and exo- So your boundary got too thin, too thin. You, you gave it up. You were being too nice, too nice. That's what we call it. And it's not nice. It's just, it's sick and unhealthy. And so now <laughs> yeah. here I am doing this thing. And then the other person isn't as appreciative as they should have been. They did not say thank you enough. They did not really, appre- they just went, thanks. Thanks. I just gave up 40 things. I didn't sleep last night. I was stuffing envelopes till 2 a.m. I was right. And we're pissed. Now I'm mad at you for not holding my boundary when I wasn't even holding it. And you have no right to be angry at anyone else for not holding your fucking boundary. When you're not holding it, you've got to be kidding me. The person you should be angry at is yourself.
1: Why is my whole life flashing in front of my eyes right now?
0: Well, then we get really thick with our boundaries. Fuck them! I hate her. I'm blocking them. I'm never talking to my mother-in-law again. We we like zoom, right? We slam the door, and none of that should happen. Instead, you just you. The other day, here's perfect. I had some, a mother at the school. I give generously to our kids' school every year. I do it one time, so I don't have to do it twenty times. And a mother came up to me and said, "Oh, hey, we need more money. You know, we're raising money for whatever public school." And I said, "Oh, I've already done my giving for the year. You know, I've already done my giving for the year." By the way, that's a complete sentence. I don't have to explain it, how much I gave, that I'm very yeah, generous, yeah. I don't, nothing yeah. else. Don't explain, don't justify, no is a complete sentence, right? I said, oh, I already did my gift here. And she looked, you know, and she said, well, and she got like kind of angry. <laughs> and she sort of leaned in and she said, well, but there's a lot of need right now. And, you know, we're all chipping in and I know it's hard, but everybody has to chip in. And she said, you know, it's really hard. We need this money. And I said, yeah. Yeah, you do.
1: Yeah. That's it. That was
0: it. And and you. Felt I didn't say okay. word. So she was there, and she and I and she's like, well, I, you know, well, so you're gonna give, and I said, well, for sure next year, if you think we're gonna need more for the school, you know, put me down to ask me around November. That's when I make my decisions about giving for the year. So if you want to come to me in November, we can certainly talk about a different number for next year. You know, have a nice day.
1: I feel like did you walk wow. away like I'm good because I feel like yes. I could do it in the moment and then it would eat yeah. at me later you and I like, oh, and guilty like how do you i don't not care? care
0: i don't care what <laughs> she thinks of me she's gonna talk shit anyway <laughs> she's gonna talk shit no matter how much i gave let's be real because i already give a lot and they know yeah. that they know i'm always writing checks so she was all right she saw and guess what if i had given the money when the next time they need money guess who they would have come to first yeah
1: first right yeah. oh abby's good for and then her. it becomes like and then i'm more cyclical... resentful
0: and then I'm really pissed they keep crossing my boundaries. She keeps asking when I've said no, and I'm all mad at her. I have no I was not mad at her at all. She was doing her thing, God bless her. I'm glad she's out there getting money. That's great. It's not my job. So, I wasn't mad no. at her. Even though she was a little aggressive, I got a little like, "Ooh, I had to check myself. I was cool." And I was like, "Oh, never mind that's her. She's just, you know, she's frustrated. She's trying to do something wonderful, God bless her." And I'm not
2: I'm not that girl. It must feel so so nice and light to have all this self-awareness, right? Like, is that what it is? Being able to check yourself? It's mindfulness, yeah. Yeah, you got to be mindful.
0: Got to be in your moments. Got to know what you're doing. Got to be in charge of yourself. But that guilt is really old stuff. You know, at some point for most women, when we were little, maybe somebody tried to hug us and we didn't feel like getting hugged and we pushed them away. And our mommies or our daddies said, that's mean, be nice to uncle, whoever, right? Or They were trying to get us to do something we didn't want to do. And we were told we were bad. If you feel guilty now for setting a boundary, it's because you felt guilty when you were young for setting a boundary. That's what that is. So you felt guilt then because your parents said something like, we didn't raise you that way. Don't be rude. Why are you doing that? You got to be nicer. We heard something, whether you remember it or not, it got said for sure. And here you are as an adult drawing the boundary. And now you feel mean. It's not mean to draw a boundary if you do it kindly. I wasn't mean to her. I I, I was very kind. I, I was right there with her. I felt her pain. I felt bad, actually, for her because I would not want to do what she's doing. Yeah. And But I can't yeah. solve problems. There's a million places I should give money. I, I don't know what to wow. say. I'm
2: out. I'm out. You know, like yes. I did it. Like I can't. I don't have more to give. I, I you know, uh, like the, I love this and I can't wait to try my first boundary. You know, like, I don't know what it will be or or who it will be, but I'm excited to and I really hope that I can stay calm and mindful like you and not, you know, snowball it and either like get defensive or then or give in. I don't know what's worse.
1: <laughs> I feel like, Jess, though, I think you set boundaries like you can say no, but I think what you'd probably have to work on is not feeling the aftermath of it like of saying no of whatever of setting that boundary and feeling guilt and like letting it get to you because i do feel that you are pretty good at being like no i i I can't do that tonight or i can't go here i can't oh that's good i feel like you have an issue more with the like oh i feel really bad because i told them no and like oh i want to like because you want to do the things but it's if you can't you can't
2: I have a lot of FOMO or like, I love making a million plans, but then the m- moment comes or the day comes and i have either double booked, triple booked, don't want to fucking do it. But then here I am in this. And so I feel constantly, 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 I'm always doing things I don't want to do all yeah. the fucking time. It's not a good feeling. It's oh, the worst feeling in the world. And I
0: did a whole episode on FOMO, by the way, on my podcast. So go listen. But yeah. I am <laughs> like you want that one. But yeah. by the way, that I'm low key. Me. I'm low key drinking like a juice pack. Sun. I noticed
1: that. I don't even think you can get that in Canada because I was wondering. There's a boundary because that's what my kids drink.
2: Yeah, that's a Capri yeah. Sun. Here's a Capri Sun. There's a boundary.
0: I like those, and so, I wanted yeah. something quick, and I brought it with me to work. How do you like that? That's my boundary. I'm going to drink a Capri Sun and have no shame in my game at all as, as I drink it not. on camera.
2: Go girl. So yes.
0: <laughs> so, but. When you're drawing bound, ba- I mean, this is the thing. First of all, it's nice to have boundaries kind of ahead of time, if you can, right? But it's also understanding that the that you if you're you have to be mindful to notice when they're being trampled. So I would say first things first: always pay attention to how you're feeling when you feel guilty, when you feel resentful, when you feel uh, frustrated or overwhelmed. Any of those four are the big four. It is very likely your boundary has just been trampled in some way, or you, in other words, you didn't hold it, and that's the thing to pay attention to. What did I not do right? You know, not to beat yourself up, not to get critical, just to be aware. Not, just to be aware like, oh, what was that? Ooh, oh, I said I. Mm.
2: And is this? Are these because of the bandwidth now? Like, how are these yeah. two connected? Okay. Well, they're connected
0: because we. No, they're they're a little different, but the having the boundaries helps your bandwidth. So if I wake up with these, let's say, 100 units to use for the day and I have, you know, and I'm not doing all that extra stuff, I can use my units better and actually have some left over for myself at night. As opposed to all day, I'm using them up and I'm actually in like deficit. I'm in willpower deficit by the time the clock rolls around and I got nothing left in the tank. So. And being mindful is really the way you do that. And the easiest trick for mindfulness, I know everyone mindful has become like very, you know, cool, trendy. Know yeah. trendy. yeah, I've been doing this for mindfulness meditation for about 20 something years now. So I was teaching it in organizations. We we call it attention training in organizations because you can't say mindfulness. They think you're a hippie. But uh, so, <laughs> it's so crazy. Who easy-
1: hired the hippie? I hired the hippie. She doesn't look like a hippie.
0: She's wearing stilettos, but she sounds like a hippie. Uh, from New York. From New York. Yeah, because there's so many of us there from New York City.
1: So
0: the easiest thing to do is to set a reminder on your phone for three times a day. Do this for, do it for a week, but it's going to work in a day. I'm just telling you right now. Here's because here's what, here's how the brain works. Your brain works on frequency and recency. So the more frequently you do something, the brain thinks it's really important and we should keep doing that. And the more recently you did it, the brain thinks it's important and keep doing it. And so when those two things are together, so if you're always like snacking, (laughs) the brain sees that as like, oh, frequency, I do it all the time and I just did it. So that's really important. So I should focus on snacking. And we call that an urge, right? We call that like a whatever. If you're always playing games on your phone or if you're always scrolling through Instagram or something... That's frequency and recency. so your brain will drive you to do it it thinks it's important you' it's obviously very important to you so it we prioritize you should, right? should prioritize it. So, and this is what happens when, you know, how you get, like, let's say you were like, oh, I was going to be mindful today, but, and then it's four o'clock and you forgot. You're like, oh, I didn't even think about it all day. Or I was supposed to diet today. I forgot all about it, you know, or I was supposed to whatever today. And I forgot that's because your brain, you didn't, it's not a habit yet. So your brain doesn't give it any play. It doesn't think it's important to remember to do. So when you do this exercise, and by the way, every religion in the world does it mosques have sirens and churches have bells and Buddhists have gongs everybody does it for a reason because it have works love
1: has his dog <laughs> there you go
0: that's what it is <laughs> so when that alarm goes off all you do no matter what you're doing like let's say you set it for 9 a.m 2 p.m and 7 p.m like I'm just making that up you can do whatever you want so whenever it goes off you'll stop and just notice what you're doing so if you were washing the dishes is that what you were thinking about <laughs> where you're like, Oh, it's so soapy and nice in the water. And I'm getting this dish so clean.
2: Yeah. So you're, you're... saying to do mindfulness at those moments.
0: So what you, that, what it's doing is helping you be mindful in the moments. So that's all you're doing. The alarm goes off. You go, Oh, I was just thinking of my to-do list instead of focusing on the dishes or the alarm goes off and you're talking and, and someone's in a meeting. This has happened to me. I'm in a meeting, right? And the alarm goes off and I'm like on zoom with somebody. And I realized that, I was kind of daydreaming. <laughs> like no, I wasn't no. thinking about the meeting, right? So all you do, you don't beat yourself up. You just go, oh, let me focus. Let me focus on what I'm doing. So that's it. And what oh. happens after maybe a day or two of doing this is your brain goes, oh, frequent and recent. We've been doing this thing. We should pay. And you will not, you'll be like in line at the grocery store. And it's like your brain taps you on the shoulder and goes, hey, be be mindful. Hey, be mindful. It's supposed to be mindful. And I'm telling you, it works every time. It's 100% guarantee. I'm you can setting give back. my alarms you can right give me back second. Every penny you just paid me <laughs> for, I'm telling you right now, it absolutely works. And I do it myself even now. If I've noticed I'm not paying good attention or I'm getting kind of you know caught up in things, I'll set my alarm on my phone again for a few days just to get myself back in a rhythm. And sure enough, like the mindfulness happens so easily. But people try to be mindful without any help. And it's very hard. Oh my God. No, like this is so true because
1: I've, I've been doing, I've been really, really trying to be more mindful and to allow myself that time to manifest. And I have been doing it because I'll be mindful of being like, oh, I'm not really doing anything right now. It's quiet. I'm alone. And I go into like, I try, but I'm so easily distracted. Like I, I start and I start manifesting whatever it is. And then I like, it's like a secondary voice comes in and starts talking about like work, Netflix, the kids. And I'm like, Whoa, no, no, we're, we're manifesting right. Now. And then I don't. And then I stop. And then next thing I know, I'm scrolling Instagram. Yeah. And I'm like, what just happened? It's like, like where did I go? I just happened? fell through you a black hole.
2: Like, well, and it I? is very difficult to be mindful. So this is something that I did practice with my last therapist. She was a mindfulness coach as well. And this is all she preached. And I believe wholeheartedly being mindful cures or helps every issue that i have like with my anxiety things like that without a doubt i think i would feel a thousand percent better if i was just more mindful but so what i would do is try to she she would give me suggestions and i'm sorry but they it didn't fucking work and then it got to the point where i'm like i'm actively not being mindful I don't know why out of spite i'm like spite to my show you it doesn't work who i pay <laughs> I'm like, fuck you so then i would have an alarm every day on my computer at three um for five minutes uh on my schedule so it would make me stop what i'm doing and do deep breathing for five okay. minutes trying to be mindful in that in that minute five well, minutes of deep breathing five minutes and i did it once. one deep breath yeah
0: yeah, yeah again, that's much like, more what manageable you
2: doing five whole minutes? And then
0: you're not going to want to do it because it's so I never so long. did it again.
2: Yeah, it's ridiculous. So here's what you do. Let me <laughs> just tell you done.
0: So when you <laughs> breathe in, when you do an inhalation in, you actually excite the nervous system. Okay? You, when you breathe in. When you breathe out with a long, again, through your nose, with a long, slow exhale, you relax your nervous system. You turn on your vagus nerve and you turn on your parasy- parasympathetic nervous system with one breath. That's all you got to do. So don't is that the making four, this six, like six? so hard. No, you don't have to do any of that. Okay. Not the four, six, six. Like, again, you're making it so hard. It's not hard. It animals is. don't count. Trust me. Animals aren't like four or five, they They're not doing it. You don't have to do it. You don't have to box breathe. You don't have to like do the nostril. Oh thing. my
1: God. It's
0: all wonderful. I box breathe. I do the not alternate nostril thing, but you don't, when I you start, you, it's not necessary. Just. Set the alarm for three times a day. I have my alarm set. Good good morning. (laughs) When it goes off, though, no matter what you're doing, you have to pay attention. If it becomes wallpaper, change the times. Okay. The second it becomes wallpaper, change the times. Do it for one week and just start to notice that you're going to start to notice. So
2: the alarm will go off and I'm just going to press snooze and then just recognize what it is. Not even snooze.
0: Turn it off. off. Not snoozing. You don't have to do anything for ten minutes. You don't have to do it. It's not that hard. You just go. Oh, where was my head? Oh, whoop! Come back. And I like to check in with how I'm feeling because there's nothing more important than how you're feeling. Right. And then, right? Oh, I'm a little anxious. Oh, I was feeling a little agitated. Oh, I'm. I feel well. I feel kind of peaceful. You know, whatever it is. (laughs) And and if I'm not where I want to be, I like I set an intention for how I want to be. I want to be peaceful. I want to visualize wonderful things. I want whatever. And then I go forward. And when I'm doing any kind of manifesting stuff, the same thing. You got to remember if you're instead, I would write, I would think about one thing you appreciate deeply. You can't get from shitty to giddy. okay? and you manifest from sayings. (laughs) Yeah, well, you can't. And you manifest from giddy. You have to be higher on the vibrational scale. So don't focus on what you're manifesting about. Focus on feeling good. Okay, that's, that's so true. That's the vibration of manifestation is the higher vibration period. It is. You don't have to like think of the thing. You just have to feel good. And it feels good sometimes to think about the thing, but a lot of times it doesn't because I know what happens in your head sometimes. You're thinking like, oh, I'm going to have a million listeners on the podcast or something. And then you go, but how are we going to get there? What's going to happen? Who's going to, how are we going to have to advertise? What's going to happen next? Nope. 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 See, you're already, you're already <laughs> speaking to what's not going to work.
1: Because allowing we, the
0: negative back in when we manifest, we're often on both ends of the stick. That's the problem. We're talking about what we want because there's this thing we don't want. And right. instead, if I just focus on being in a higher vibration, that's all I do. Like, so before I came on today, I jumped around here in my office up and down. I did. My big boobs too. So it's a little people. Like painful. Ju- jumping I, up and I down. I jump <laughs> up and down. I got my energy up. I'm like, I'm talking to these badass women. I'm so excited. It's going to be so great. We're having a great conversation. And then I sat down and I set intention. I'm like, I'm going to be of service. I'm going to make sure that we have fun. And I'm going to make sure that I really get some points home for people listening, that they feel like today I can change my life. Today I can do something different.
2: That's you what I'm getting those points across. I have
1: my at least At the very least, you got to Jess and I. At the there, very least. That's my audience, right? I mean, We're having a I'm conversation. happy about it. There you go. And so, I can, we can relate. We have big boobs, too, and jumping yeah. apart.
2: You can't jump with these things. So, I mean, God you gave me them them jumped.
0: You, you know, <laughs> Jewish girls, right? We're like no. known for this shit.
1: So, but that's what I'm talking about.
0: Like, that's what I set the intention for. And that's what I'm doing right now. And I set intention all day long. So they want
2: remember to set your intention? Because I find that's a hard thing, too, is remembering to do you all this shit. Start
0: it. You don't have to remember. Start it with your alarm. You're just starting too big. Just start. Like, if I would no. want to run a marathon, I wouldn't try to run the marathon. I wouldn't try to run 26 miles. <laughs> I wouldn't even try <laughs> to run five. I would try to, like, get my ass up off the couch and walk yeah, to the refrigerator right. instead of telling my kid to get me something. <laughs> right? I would, I would start, right? I'd try to walk around the block. I would, try, but the problem is when we again we try to get from shitty to giddy. We try to go so far, and our brain is like, no, no. Or when you try to manifest, you're like, life is great, and I'm going to have all these things. It's going to be good. no. Your brain is like, fuck you. What are you talking about, loser? You're not going to have those things because of this, 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 and this. <laughs> My
2: and brain that,
1: calls and me loser. That's, well, yeah, <laughs> self talk. You would be <laughs> negative. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm laughing because it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. That's how you know you've gone yeah.
0: too far. You have to bring it back to what you do believe. What do I believe right now as I'm looking to manifest? like, But again, how can I just feel better? Don't try to solve the problem of what you're trying to manifest. That's where people get into trouble because we're trying to problem solve. You can't manifesting is not about problem solving it's just at all. The end. That's about letting the universe do it, right? That's the universe's job to figure it out. Our job is just to know what we want. And what we want, all you have to do is think, why do you want it? You want it for the feeling you think it will give you. So have the feeling now. That's all. That's what manifesting is. So you sit in that feeling. You're just in it and in it. And you're thinking about it and the feeling. When I was going to do my, uh, I wish I had, I might have it here. I might look. When I was going to do my TED Talk, I wanted to do a TED Talk. I was like, I want to do a TED Talk. But you know, it's really hard to get a TED Talk. (laughs) It's not, it's like a thing, right? So I made a picture on Canva of, of a TED Talk. And I put myself, and then I, in a really bad way, because I'm terrible with Canva. And I put a picture of myself. Uh, you know, I superimposed it in there with like so ugly and bad. And I put my logo up. Please tell me you're <laughs> finding
2: it. And I am finding it.
0: And this is the picture I did. I'm showing you. Oh my
2: and gosh. Look
0: on my website. Giving the TED Talk looks exactly like that. Oh, and wow. I. So the that picture looks just like it. And what i did was that and i pictured myself giving the ted talk and like i but more i pictured like being backstage and getting kind of nervous right and everyone's talking to me and i have my hair and makeup done and you know and i'm going to go out there and i can't wait to talk and and i was like and i get in that feeling state right of this thing that i think is achievable i thought a ted talk was achievable right and then i pictured myself walking on stage i barely talk, pictured myself doing it I pictured all the like and before and afterwards everyone like thank you know that was great changed my life whatever you know that's the that's the key of and I've heard you talk about manifesting before you know that's really the the juice so I know you know a lot of this but there's a well, there's a missing link I don't know enough.
1: <laughs> no I mean and this is a really different perspective on it a, Very a different, different approach because as yeah. you're saying it like I I just every time like you say something I'm like kind of applying it to my own life and how things recently Cause I have been trying to manifest much more and like some days I really feel that I'm doing it and I really feel good about it. But that's like, when you say shitty to giddy, you can't do it because like, I'll be like annoyed, whatever the feeling is, yeah. not giddy. And I'll, I'll notice that I'm feeling that way. And then I'll try and be like, oh, but I'm so grateful and yeah, universe, I, like, oh, I yeah. appreciate this. and. You know, I am tra- i don't want negative, in it, but I can't. Oh. I'm distracted because I'm still pissed or I'm still whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, but no, you can't be like that because then the manifestation. Not and then manifestation. it just becomes this like crazy <laughs> oh. argument in my oh. own brain. And I'm like, okay, Ick. it's not working. It's
2: like, this is <laughs> not but that's
1: this how my thing. manifesting
2: goes all the time too. The exact same thing. And then I'm like, oh, I have to write down three things I'm grateful for. My, my home, my family, my friends. And this is the same shit now, every day. Can I
0: give you better? Oh, great! Gratitude. gratitude sucks. Let me just tell you that. I don't do gratitude.
1: Very hard gratitude do. is
0: bullshit. And <laughs> let me tell you why it's bullshit. I say with love about gratitude. I'm being a little tongue in cheek. Don't write hate now. But here's the deal. Gratitude, as soon as you say, I'm grateful for my house, what you're really saying is, I'm grateful I'm not homeless. So you are holding True. within gratitude the thing you don't want. That is True. not yeah. a way you're going to manifest. Yeah. So next next Thanksgiving, when you're all sitting around the table and everyone's like, I'm grateful for that we're all together. I'm great. Right? That bullshit, yep. which doesn't make you feel anything.
1: And I, I was grateful for Botox. At, oh, oh <laughs> we did a whole episode on
0: that. <laughs> I need some. Clearly. I'm watching. I have a little pimple here, too. 58 years old. When do the pimples start? I got wrinkles, pimples over them. I don't. It's very annoying. Anyway, <laughs> aging sucks. Don't do it. So... <laughs> Well, there is one way to stay (laughs) I know. I'm not going (laughs) to do that yet. Uh, Although I do want to go off a cliff one day, just like, you know, like when the time comes, you know, Uh, but what I want you to do instead is one appreciation. So if you went around the Thanksgiving table and you sat there and you were holding hands and you said, I really appreciate um, Rob that you, that you flew in here for dinner. It feels so good to have you here right now. I'm just so full in my heart with having you at the table that's, that's the deal. You need to feel it or you're not doing it. And I can tell you in recovery, you know, drug and alcohol recovery, they always make you do these fucking gratitude lists. Like every day, write a gratitude list and send it to your sponsor every day, write a gratitude list. And it's bullshit. What you should do instead, one thing, get one thing is think of one thing you truly appreciate and get yourself in state. So for me, I think of when McCartney was little, she used to put her little hands on my face. They were, remember when your boys were little and they smelled good still? They don't now, but remember when they used to smell good? Yeah. So yes. <laughs> she put her little hands on my face and she used to like to put her forehead on my forehead and I could feel her, you know, little baby breath. You know, I could smell her sweet little smell and feel her little fingertips on my face. And she'd say, I love you, mama. And I could f- feel her, even her eyelashes fluttering open. Do you know what I mean? And that's it. You're there now and it's not your that. kid.
1: No, I am. You see how I got you there? And,
0: and Right? And Jess doesn't even have a kid. She's like, that's kind of cool. Maybe I want a kid. I love that like, memory. Right? <laughs> I mean, you're right there because you're feeling it. If you don't feel it, it's not real. And you have to engage all your senses. So most of us can't feel what it would be like to have a billion dollars. So if you're trying to manifest a billion dollars, it's not going to happen. But I can feel what it's like before I came on the podcast and like, oh, I want to reach a lot of people. It's going to be so cool. I want to really help people. It's going to feel so good. Like, yeah, you know, you're like busting. That brings amazing things to it every single time.
1: When I do manifest like that, because I have noticed because and it's not intentional, actually, like. I'll manifest things about the podcast as well. And um, it's more about like how you were describing your TED talk manifestation where it's sort of what's happening around it. Mm -hmm. Like not the moment of us talking to a guest or us ever being on stage or anything. It's what's happening around like getting ready to do it. Yeah. Like aftermath, um, what it'll all look like and how like you know, those feelings of like, oh, we did it, like, instead of doing it. So uh, it's it is interesting that you say that because like, I have noticed that and I'm like, I don't I don't get it. Like, why would why is my mind going there instead of being like, yeah, I I want a million dollars manifesting that like, yeah, where's the million? (laughs) Because you have to believe whatever it is.
0: And whenever you hear your brain uh, argue, you've gone too Mm. far. So that's Mm, all. So so whenever you hear the argument, you've gone too far. So like, let's say I have, um, taxes are due. Right. So people like, I don't have enough money for taxes. Oh my God. I don't have enough money. Oh my God. Oh my God. What's going to happen. Right. So you can't go, uh, everything's great. We're so abundant. Millions of dollars are coming to me. (laughs) Like it's, you know, it doesn't, (laughs) your brain is like you idiot. Like, what are you doing? Like, what is that? (laughs) Your brain is like a cigarette going, what is she doing? I don't understand. So, (laughs) instead my brain has a cigarette and an oreo and that's what my brain does
1: like, i don't know one of my favorite things
0: that i used to do okay. my
1: brain is the friend that just always is like super like tells you how it is like no no that's
0: not, no that's a yeah like now
1: there's that's, no, that's my, brain that bad. Dollars. Yeah. my brain is resting bitch face yeah. the corner, like, there you go oh. What do you think? My thinking?
2: brain is like an ADD child running around and bouncing off every fucking wall. <laughs> That's what my brain is. And oh, yeah, means, look, 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 look over here. help that, just. I want to do this. <laughs> I want to go get this. Oh, I should buy this. I'm starving. <laughs> instead, <laughs>
0: I'm instead, you want to be in that when you're doing that, right? I want a million dollars. Instead, you just go to what I call the next best feeling thought. So it's, oh, my God, I have to pay my taxes. I'm really scared about that. And then what's the next thing you could believe? I've been scared about my taxes before and somehow we've always found the money. Right. Um, I know that there's a lot of ways to pay taxes. I know that worrying about it isn't helping Uh, and let, and you can even do much better, which is again, to get your brain somewhere else and not try to solve the problem. But even so, even that I'm feeling a little better, right? Feeling a little, I like knowing that um, I like knowing that I can, create things in my world. I like knowing that I've created everything that's in front of me, which means I can create whatever I want next. I like knowing that I co-create everything in my environment. It gives me a lot of freedom to, to, to wish and dream. I like walking in nature. It makes me feel free and open. Like go to nature. If that I don't like nature. I'm from New York, but some of you do. Some of you <laughs> seem to relax when you some go out in the woods.
1: Northerners here. I like.
0: Uh, I think I hear banjos, and I'm gonna get sold in a white slavery, and I, it's terrible. I, I the whole time. I'm, I'm terrified
1: I feel like that's Tennessee. Not. <laughs> I, I don't know,
0: but I don't want to be in the woods. I don't want to be in the woods and my heels, my stilettos sink in the ground and it's all very miserable. So but people like that. What I walk on the beach, you know, just think, oh, I love like. Oh, that last vacation was so good. Oh, I remember we walk on the beach and it was so nice. The sand was so wet and so white and, and the cool breeze was coming. And then let's say your brain goes, oh, we don't have enough money for a vacation now. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's say your brain does that. <laughs> yeah. Back up, back up. Went too far. Went too far. Back up, come off the beach, come back to something that you can believe that your brain doesn't fight. And what happens is you start to feel better. And I will tell you that the biggest piece of this is that when you're in fear mode, your part of your brain called your amygdala is turned on. And all your amygdala amygdala can do is fight or flight. That's all it's got. Your prefrontal cortex, which is the part of your brain that problem solves, that figures things out, that, you know, long-term planning, all that good stuff. When your amygdala is lit up, if you look at a functional MRI, it looks like there's a blanket over the prefrontal cortex, the part of your brain, the logical part of your brain. So I'm not just telling you this from like a spiritual law of attraction thing. I'm telling you this from brain chemistry, that if you are caught up in how scared you are about your taxes, you will not come up with a good plan because you can't, literally you can't. What you oh, have to God. do is disengage that part and get over to the other part. And you disengage it by stopping the idea that a, a tiger is about to eat you. And you you think about nature, you think about things always work out for me, or I'm going to figure this out, or you whatever works for you. Then now your brain is calm. Now your prefrontal cortex can turn on. Now you can do some problem solving. And if you get terrified again, that was too soon, <laughs> come back to feeling better. But there's a way that we simplify law of attraction and manifestation in a way that people think it's just kind of airy fairy bullshit. And it's not, it's how your brain works. So if you can understand that, then you can manifest better. Then you can think of all this better. So just go to that next. If you're really in despair and you could get angry, that's better. Hmm. Anger is up the emotional scale from despair. So, you know, it's not always despair to, you know, optimi- optimistic, optimistic, <laughs> it's despair, you know, you know, if you're resentful, and you can get to just angry when, you know, like, you have to really look at, at getting up the emotional scale, but not trying again to jump all the way.
1: I literally pictured a little mini blanket over the front of my brain. I was like, Oh, that makes sense. But also, when you say like going from despair to anger, like, you're we're always so like conditioned to think like don't use anger don't allow anger anger's bad and anger's gonna disrupt everything but like anger like i like anger okay good.
0: you know what's so not good sometimes i like rage it. and rage oh, yeah. is anger plus helplessness.
1: Interesting
0: anger on its own is motivating. If I'm angry that my butt looks big, I'll go to the gym, you know, I'll stop eating all those Oreos I kept talking about, you know, like, that's what anger will do. And anger is short lived emotion, rage, that helpless feeling the hopeless feeling. And the problem is people will tell you "Well, work on your anger, you need to work on your helplessness, not your anger. So when you're feeling that, it's because you're talking like you just feel like nothing you do works with your husband or your partner or whoever or your kid, and you got to focus on that. What's one action I can take that's going to be not, help me not feel helpless right now? What's one thing I can do to move myself forward? One little thing. It, maybe it's go wash my face. And by the way, Jess, here's what you want to do: when you get home every day, if you leave at all, wash your face and do all the special things for your face then at like six o'clock earlier. Yeah. So I do it like I'm transitioning home. So I take off all my makeup. I put on all the things. I do all that because I'm tired later. I don't want to do it at nine. (laughs) And I won't. I even sometimes brush and floss my teeth at six o'clock, even though I'm going to eat more. Fuck it. I wasn't going to do it anyway. It's better that (laughs) at least happened sometime. Right. So, but I always wash and do my face and everything is all done hours before I'm going to bed. And it's a nice transition wow. home. I might like change out of my, although I change into nice clothes. Please don't get into ripped clothes. Like, stop that. Just like, come on, throw them away. I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> stop it.
2: Stop it. Especially if you're- I don't even a want to partner. tell you what I wear sometimes. Well, you need to Well, just.
1: Jess rarely wears anything out. Oh, I that's have no better. pants on right. right
2: now and I'm half naked. Naked is good. Naked <laughs> yeah, is, that, that's my naked, preference. or people <laughs> you're with love naked. But
0: <laughs> I don't wear a rips- Like I'm comfortable, but I look cute. I yeah. always look cute. Right, and the older you are, I think I
1: look cute. I'm wearing like a matching, like a monochromatic, right. chromatic, like nice knit suit. So, like you're I, adorable. I you got the buttons
0: done. <laughs> you got the boobs, a little cleavage. That's all right. Maybe one more button, maybe help it out. But you know, Get I'm not. You got, <laughs> you got kids. You can't wear like crotchless SpongeBob underwear at home. You know what I mean? Like you, you got to. I don't think you've got to be
1: thoughtful. Anyway. But <laughs> as my as my six year old is wearing full SpongeBob, of course he is. Clothes. I know. It's <laughs>
0: I know what they're wearing. I know what what a six-year-old boy is wearing, Uh, which sounds really creepy now that I said it, but it's because I have a son, damn it. (laughs) but you know boy boy moms
1: no (laughs) take
0: a moment you know and and i you just feel better you know when i get dressed every day and i come to work i feel good like i'm dressed i'm ready like i feel like it's part of my kind of uniform for the day it puts me in a state and a space and it makes it a little easier to do something if i was sitting here in bunny slippers and whatever i i wouldn't feel the same for me And, but I think it's for most people. So, but I will say that, sorry, that was so off topic. And we never really talked about our original topic. We never even got on no. topic.
1: I will come you back know, another time
0: we, talk
2: about the original. We
1: thing. didn't, but I like Please. purposely didn't even try and get us there because all I was thinking about was like, yes, now we can have Abby back on, <laughs> on to talk about That's that. Lauren was scheming here, but for, well, in, in I got the the
0: boundaries ways. go in, so it would have been. But we were went left, and it was fun to go left, and we we were supposed to.
1: Go I think we needed this conversation today. We did. We did. Yeah, yeah, I I'm, did. <laughs> I think the universe just knew it all just aligned. Yeah. It just we, was like, no, listen, we lady, manifested this. Talk about this. We, co- yeah. we <laughs> Yes. We co-create
0: everything in our lives. You co-create every relationship, every conversation, everything you're in. And the sooner you realize that the better. So when you can just be in it, like we were all just very mindful. The three of us right now, anyone listening who likes this conversation and liked where it went, that's that's like not a script and oh I got to go back to it and I got to do this thing it's about really feeling where you are and it felt good right I felt good mm-hmm. this whole time because you two are adorable oh, so you're you're I'm, like I'm delicious humans God. like so delicious um biscuits and gravy the two of you I just want to eat yeah. you up so right so it feels good and when it feels good it's working Like that's what's supposed to be. And every conversation in your life really should feel good on some level. Like your feelings are the most important thing. I will say this is the last thing. We plan everything. We plan our day. We have schedules. We plan parties. We plan our weddings. We plan everything. And I will tell you this. The one thing you should be planning that nobody plans are your feelings. There is nothing more important than how you feel. Because you could have the perfect wedding. You have the perfect day. You could stick to your schedule all day. And if you feel like shit, it doesn't really matter. If we had done this whole thing and stuck to the schedule and stuck to what we said we were going to talk about, but we didn't have fun and we weren't really, you know, really where we wanted to be, what does it matter? Like, yeah. what for what? Yeah.
1: It would have been a completely different vibe. Uh, sure. It's almost fraudulent of a moment, right? Kinda. And we really pride our show and ourselves on this kind of. Like vibe. Yeah. Like we 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 say to all our guests, this is not an interview, this is not scripted at all. Like we really just like want to go with the flow. And I love that we actually did that. We always do. Yeah. Um, but this was just like it just hammered it all home. And I mean, we've learned so many things. Like I've, I like my brain is too full right now to like process because my brain even feels motivated say, right now. Like my not, brain feels not very motivated. <laughs> mine feels full and motivated. And like, even when you say like, you have to plan your feelings, like just knowing tomorrow morning, I'm like, now I'm planning how I'm going to do tomorrow yep. instead of how I would maybe have normally done yep. my day. Set those alarms and I'm girl. excited about that. And I will say yeah, this. La- yeah. I
0: swear it's the last thing. I promise.
1: When you- <laughs> We know what?
0: I'm we such a liar. Time. I know, but wait, <laughs> last, last thing. really, Your momentum beginning of the day is your most important asset. If you had a car on top of the hill and it started to roll, you wouldn't run to the bottom to try to stop it. But that's what most people do. They have negative feelings all day long, negative thoughts, negative thoughts all day long. And then around four o'clock, they're like, oh, I should start thinking different. and I should start exercising and I should start eating well. <laughs> Too late. Too late. You need to stop the car at the top of the hill. So first thing in the morning, set your intention, put your feet on the floor. Think of something you appreciate, the, the wonderful sheets you paid a lot of money for, or the picture of the two of you on your uh, getting engaged or the, the ring maybe that's sitting on your bedside. Take a moment, soak it in like, ah, oh, this feels really good. I appreciate this so much. Appreciate it like we talked about McCartney's hands on my face. Do that and you're already starting off your day better than most people. You're already starting in the positive momentum, the positive direction, and then it's your job to keep that going. Your day does not have to go down a hill; it really doesn't. But that this will is, create this more is bandwidth. late for all of us, right? And that's how you have more
2: bandwidth. Yeah, uh, uh, doctor. I'm dropping Abby. the mic. I'm
1: dropping the <laughs> mic. I'm finally shutting
0: up. The New Yorker is shutting up. It's
1: uh, we love the New Yorker. We yeah. never want you to shut up, so. and we can't wait to have this- you on
2: again to talk about other planned like, things like next
1: okay week. we'll yeah. do all the rest we'll do part two it'll this be great now a
2: three-way co- uh, show <laughs> sorry that's not a yeah. word too <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> i like it all it sounds uh, fun yeah.
0: you know, yeah. if i can invite gary I mean, we'll be really sad he'll be very happy about it
1: <laughs> we'll invite all our men we'll have like a little session a little scary session listen up boys <laughs> Oh, uh. Um, but no, this was, this was the best and definitely our listeners need to know where they can find you because you could <laughs> be life-changing for them. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Come on over. It's just the website, abbymetcalf.com. I'm, I'm sure you'll have it in the show notes. And we will. Uh, sure. the, I have a podcast called Relationships Made Easy. It's all the research based on how to live a happier life in all your relationships. We're in our fourth season. Um, top 10 podcasts by CNBC. We're like killing it. It's great. You know, it's really exciting and really trying to help people. And so you can find my books there. There's free stuff too. There's a ton of free stuff on the shop page. There's really cool merchandise. It's all happening. It's all happening on the website.
1: Go check it out, guys. Check it out. Get all the stuff. And as always, you can follow us at our one single place. unlike <laughs> like, I'm like Dr. Abby at Perspective underscore podcast. And yeah, she'll be back. So this is not the end of uh, Abby Metcalf on show. Thank you yeah. so much. So, so much. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.